You're listening to the Perth Podcast from the Perth School, Cambridge. In today's podcast, Overseas University Admissions Advisor Dr Samuel Black talks about the rise in student applications to study abroad after A-levels. This year it's just exploded and we've had students applying to France, to Japan, to Hong Kong, to Canada and America. Students have gotten used to the idea that Perth students are successful in applying to overseas universities, particularly in America, but also in other places as mentioned before. And I think that momentum has built uh, each year until we get to the point where we are now, where it's now common for a dozen students to be interested in America, for tens of students to be interested in universities across the world. And that scale has meant that more students each year, uh, in absolute terms, are successful, and that continues to build the momentum. I think there are some external factors at work as well. So for instance, the most common combination of applications for a student who's interested in American universities is for them to, like the rest of their, their year group, be ambitious and apply to highly selective universities in the UK. They'll have identified early on a top choice. That might be Oxbridge, it might not be. But if they are interested in America, and there's lots of reasons why they might be, they will also apply to some of the most selective universities in America alongside that. So that's been quite common. Less common has been students who have got very particular interests and very particular reasons for wanting to go to universities in one country, whether it's France because they've got a love of the language and the culture, whether that's America because of heritage and background and they want to go back and study there. There's lots of interesting reasons. How have you been able to support students that want to apply to international universities to be successful in that? Because I imagine it's quite a different type of application to perhaps what some of the more traditional universities in the UK are looking for. Yes, so each country tends to have its own unique process. The process that over the years I've become most familiar with is the US process and it happens to be the most convoluted, or one of the most convoluted. It's a process that requires students to demonstrate their potential and ability in lots of areas other than just purely academic areas. They have to describe themselves as a whole person, they have to write about themselves, they have to be able to demonstrate community-mindedness, community spirit. So my advice often starts with describing the differences between US and UK applications. Uh, The differences are enormous and I spend a lot of my early meetings with families talking about their differences to try and really clarify to them what the best choices might be for their their students or their sons and daughters. And that can be uh, an interesting process in itself and sometimes that's where the process ends. They realise that a US, for instance, application is not what they were looking for. The differences are Uh, The difference in the educational style, the differences in uh, fee, which are huge, uh, might mean that they don't want to go in the end. But often some students continue to be very interested in this and they continue to pursue it and a lot of what happens after that is very diligent research into the process, diligent research into different styles of universities to really find out what it is that they can get from a US education. And I encourage them and advise them to be really reflective in in what it is that they're looking for and then try and find the best opportunities that exist. So yeah, a lot of our students are very enterprising and are very ambitious and want to do wonderful things and want to explore different places. I think the world is a more multicultural, international place than it was 20 years ago. And I think it's a little bit easier now for students to uh, envision themselves in a different culture and a different part of the world. Maybe it's a bit more connected now too. 
a bit easier to travel. You spoke a lot about America and the support that you give for America. We have students going to other universities across Europe too and the world. I know you referenced France earlier on. Tell me about some of those other places that are being popular. Typically students who study languages who are interested in maybe international relations or are interested in some form of uh, international style career do look overseas to other countries as well. So this year we've had two very successful students who have applied to Sciences Po in in France, they have campuses all through France and a really, really highly regarded elite European university, famous for moulding the careers of political leaders and uh, and the sort. So I guide them in the same way as I guide US students, uh, and they come to me full of enthusiasm, waiting, uh, wanting help and support to apply. This year we've got a student, um, Ben, who uh, out of the blue talked to me about wanting to study in Japan. My blood ran cold, thinking, oh no, I don't know anything about Japanese uh, university applications. Uh, But Ben was wonderfully organised and very, very diligent and found out everything that he needed to find out for his application. Uh, And together, along with Jonathan Green, very experienced colleague in the UCAS department, we helped him and supported him and worked towards his application, which was ultimately very successful. If someone's listening to our podcast and they're interested in going to study abroad, Uh, or their families are listening, or maybe parents and thinking, oh, my child really wants to go out to study abroad, what would be that little piece of advice that you would give them um, at the early stages of when they're perhaps putting their application forms together for university? Yeah, I think the earlier, uh, the better when it comes to talking to the school and making contact with us via their tutors, uh, via via members of staff that they know and trust, talking to us early on. Um, and just making us aware of that interest means that we can be proactive in supporting them. In America, the the um, the process can be so convoluted, and there are some dark arts involved in it that involve you know contacting admissions teams and being uh, proactive in in contacting the universities that you're interested in. They often talk about following them on social media. They often talk about emailing for uh, information about admissions if they can sign up to you know, bulletins or information newsletters that the students should do that and therefore the sooner the better parents and, and families talk to us about getting that advice, the, uh, the, the usually the more positive their outcomes are. We've had several uh, students who have been uh, amazingly successful in their applications where they visited a college for the first time when they arrived. But we have had students who have made very, very sensible choices and who have applied to let's say lower ranked, less prestigious US colleges that are nevertheless very academically um, rigorous and are well thought of in America, but are less well known in, in the UK and have been offered huge amounts of money to come and stay, uh, come and uh, live and work and study at this college. Typically, that, that would be the case when our, our student appears very, very high in their rankings um, for probably for international students. Um, I'm thinking of two or three students now where they applied to these colleges and were immediately offered a huge amount of money to support their education. Could you give me an insight into what would be a really good UK application for university and how that compares to a really good American application? A really good UK application is usually quite easy to describe. Um, A student will have a really strong sense of what subject they want to apply for. And the best applications to UK universities to study that specific subject will be applications where the student um, has really thoroughly researched the subject and understood the subject very well. And in their personal statement that they draft um, over the summer and submit in the first term of, Michael, uh, first term of the upper sixth, 
that personal statement is a document which clearly expresses the student's interest in studying that subject at university. An American application is much more holistic. They're considering far more factors and the key difference is that when a student applies to a college, they're not just applying to a subject at that college necessarily. They can be, but more, of, moreover, uh, more often than not, they are applying simply to the college and they need to demonstrate that they will fit in that college system. And that's a far harder task for students to, to sort of comprehend than to try and demonstrate that they're interested in a certain subject, let's say uh, physics or English. Uh, they're very used to talking about their interest in subjects. So a great American college application will be one where the student has made the absolute most of their opportunities leading up to the application. Now at the very most selective US colleges, they are looking for really superb caliber of, uh, of academic ability. And that's demonstrated sometimes through admissions tests such as the SAT and our school transcript. So it obviously is very helpful if they've got excellent GCSE results and are on course to do um, as many A-levels as possible uh, with, with great marks. But the best US applications are one that are very thoughtful, very reflective, where in their personal essay that they write, they have the ability to communicate in writing authentically about themselves and can describe themselves in a way where the admissions team can see them, the applicant, fitting into their institution. And one of our students who's been really successful at that is Liliana. I chose to apply early to two different schools, the University of Rhode Island and the University of Connecticut. Now, I'd noticed that uh, they both had an early deadline if you wanted to get merit-based aid. Um, and then I also applied to some other more competitive schools later on in January. Um, and uh, I applied to the University of Rhode Island in Connecticut because of their aid policies. Now, they're both uh, lower ranked schools than um, many UK students would consider applying to, although in the US, the University of Connecticut is viewed as like one of the top public schools. And I had done a fairly wide range of activities, which I think helped me get in. For example, I was on England's A rifle shooting team for under 19s, and I uh, am currently producing a short film outside of school. I think that a wide range of activities generally makes U.S. universities think that you're more likely to take part. Now, at U.S. universities, clubs are often participated in at perhaps a higher level than in the U.K., and club presidencies are viewed as pretty important positions. Um, I think that uh, part of it is that I have participated in a lot of clubs some at a fairly low level, like a model UN, and some at a higher level, like acting and small bore rifle shooting. Now, I think that uh, this shows both that I have a well-rounded element and also that I can uh, compete at a high level in different things um, that do not purely relate to my academic studies. U.S. universities have much better aid policies than many UK universities because they are so much more expensive. So I was able to over half the cost of a the Yukon tuition with my scholarship. So you've chosen to go to the University of Connecticut. Yes. And uh, so if you, is that does that mean you have to get certain 
grades and your A-levels to get a place or is that kind of guaranteed? How does that work? Now, for the University of Connecticut, they required that I uh, graduate, basically, and that I complete all of my A-levels with passing grades. Uh, so they phrased it as continued academic success. And I'm pretty sure that means graduating, although uh, I could face financial penalties if I do not get a high enough grade because they can revoke scholarships if um, poor grades are achieved. So tell me about the subjects that you're doing here at The Purse and tell me about the area that you're interested in studying further in America. I, at The Purse I am currently taking four A-levels, math, politics, economics and history. Now, four A-levels is generally a good option for applying to U.S. universities because they often, they prefer four A-levels to three, and uh, if you're, well, if you're applying to a U.K. university, three A-levels seems like a pretty good option unless you're really interested in more. For U.S. universities, they do prefer four, and I will probably declare uh, political science as my major eventually or something related to that. The nice thing about that, from what it sounds like, Liliana, is that when you get there, you can kind of see how you get on with a wider range of subjects and then choose to specialise as you progress through the course. Yes, uh, US students only have to declare a major um, at the end of their second year. So US universities last for four years, although given that uh, I would be able to transfer credits over as a result of taking A-levels, I could probably graduate in three years and someone taking three A-levels could probably graduate in three and a half years, so that's generally a good option uh, if you're worried about financing your education. What were those conversations like at home when you were talking about going abroad to study for your undergraduate degree? Initially, they thought that I should probably go and study in the UK, although I disliked the very restricted education where you could only take one subject and could not switch your major very easily. Um, although eventually they, t they ended up telling me that they thought that I should do what would make me happy and uh, go to school where I wanted to. Well, thank you very much for chatting to me. I really do wish you all the best. It sounds so exciting. Please keep us updated with how it all goes. Thanks.